0: Giving you the choice on how to reduce carbon emissions and move closer to Toyota's Beyond Zero Vision. Visit toyota.com slash electrified vehicles slash beyond dash zero vision. Toyota. Let's go places. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that gives a quick look at something that happened a long time ago, today. I'm your new host, Gabe Luzier, and not to bite the hand that feeds, but I happen to like the natural world a lot more than the digital one. I don't get out to explore it as much as I should, but it's comforting just to know it's there. Plus, if it wasn't there, David Attenborough would be out of a job, and nobody wants that. Lucky for us, we've got laws in place to help protect the natural world from ourselves, and today we're going to take a closer look at one of those laws. It's called the Wilderness Act of 1964. The day was Thursday, September 3rd, 1964. U.S. President Lyndon B. Johnson signed into law the Wilderness Act, establishing a national network of federally designated wilderness areas known as the National Wilderness Preservation System. The Wilderness Act was drafted in recognition of the country's increasing population accompanied by expanding settlement and growing mechanization. Its aim was to preserve and protect wilderness areas in their natural condition for the sake of present and future generations. In order for the act to be effective, it was necessary to create a working definition for what should be considered a wilderness. This proved a difficult task, requiring more than 60 drafts and 8 years of negotiations, which were led by the Wilderness Society a dedicated team of conservationists who have pushed for the protection of wild spaces since the group's inception in 1935. In the end, the following definition was agreed upon and incorporated in the act. A wilderness, in contrast with those areas where man and his own works dominate the landscape, is hereby recognized as an area where the earth and its community of life are untrammeled by man, Where man himself is a visitor who does not remain. When the Act became law in 1964, it designated 9.1 million acres in 13 states as wilderness. The Act also outlined a long term study process by which additional areas could be designated as wilderness. The first step of the process is for a federal agency, like the National Park Service, to study lands already under its jurisdiction and identify potential wilderness areas therein. If an agency finds such an area, the President can then make a recommendation to Congress to designate that land as wilderness. From there, it's up to Congress to decide how to respond to the recommendation. By designating the identified land as wilderness? By releasing the land from wilderness designation, or by taking no action on the recommendation at all. However, once an area is designated as wilderness, it must be managed in a way that preserves its character. Or, as the language of the Act puts it, the land shall be administered for the use and enjoyment of the American people in such manner as will leave them unimpaired for future use and enjoyment as wilderness. This means that although the lands can be used in multiple different ways, including for non invasive recreation and scientific research, some uses are strictly off limits. For example, an area that provides clean water to downstream communities cannot be used for commercial logging or oil drilling. The management of wilderness areas is handled by the federal agencies in which the lands reside, including the National Park Service the Bureau of Land Management, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and the U.S. Forest Service. Since 1964, the National Wilderness Preservation System has grown almost every year. As of 2021, it includes 803 distinct areas, spanning over 111 million acres in 44 states and Puerto Rico. While that sounds like a lot of land, and it is, It's important to note that all of the areas currently designated as wilderness encompass only about 5% of the land in the United States. That's an area just slightly larger than California. As you might expect, this territory includes a wide range of environments, including forests, deserts, swamps, mountains, and beaches. The largest wilderness area today is the Wrangell-St. Elias Wilderness, which consists of 9 million acres of Alaskan tundra and boreal forest. It's home to a variety of wildlife, such as sheep, caribou, grizzly bears, wolves, and wolverines. At the opposite end of the spectrum is the Rocks and Island Wilderness in Northern California. It's the smallest designated wilderness to date, at just 5 acres, yet it supports a rich ecosystem of seabirds, elephant seals, and sea lions, as well as several exposed coral reefs. The Wilderness Act of 1964 was the work of many advocates, authors, and public servants who believed that access to unspoiled, wild spaces is as vital to human life as clean air and water. Although the Act has been threatened by various social and political forces over the years, many Americans who share that same conviction have taken up the fight to defend the Act, and the wilderness it protects. In the words of photographer and filmmaker Paul Strand, the essence of what we call America lies not so much in political institutions as in its rocks and skies and seas. I'm Gabe Lusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like, you can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHC Podcast. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.